Crazy Hair Tour is coming. The Crazy Hair Tour is a one-night event for moms and tween daughters. You'll laugh, dance, play games, enjoy a fashion show, and hear solid biblical teaching on being totally crazy for Jesus. You and your daughter will learn how to care more about what God thinks than what the world thinks. True Girls Crazy Hair Tour. For tickets and event info, visit www.crazyhairtour.com. I am, I am, I am a true girl. Hey, this episode of the True Girl Momcast is brought to you by Bible to School. It's a program that provides free elective Bible classes to elementary school children attending public school, and they do it during the school day. Children walk or are bus to a nearby church or partner location where trained volunteers engage the children in lively worship and Bible stories. They learn how to apply the Bible lessons to their lives, and they pray together. How cool is that? You can learn more at BibleToSchool.com. Welcome to the True Girl Mom Cast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a lot, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Janet Mylan. I'll be joined in a minute by Dana Gresh and Shannon McKenzie. Let me ask you something Do you find yourself questioning your parenting, feeling like you're not quite hitting the proverbial mark? I think we've all been there, and today we'll talk about what the true mark is that we should be striving for, and we'll talk about how do we make sure our daughters spend more time seeking godly success rather than fearing worldly failure. And stick around to the end because you're going to hear about Dana's newest book, For Your Girls, releasing this month. And you'll find out what kind of couch is in the future for Shani's kids. And let me tell you something. I don't do my back-to-school shopping for my kids. I actually farm that out to someone else, and you're going to find out who that is. So let's dive in. So um, it's August. And we're getting ready for back to school stuff. Mm. Well, some of us are, I guess. Dana, you might uh, not. Well, be. I still like a freshly sharped number two pencil. Oh, Very do much. you? Oh, <laughs> so you capitalize off of a. Oh, absolutely. You said that as if it's some wild thing All from right. your youth. <laughs> I still like Ooh. a freshly sharped number two pencil. <laughs> Damn, I'm no man, funny daddy. <laughs> living on the edge there. Okay. You're in there grabbing up all the folders mm, and that's the what, that's trapper why, keepers. That's why there's inventory problems. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's you. Mm. Well, listen, I know they <laughs> they send these lists out every year and you have to get a red folder for this class and a blue marble notebook for another class. And, and I'm, I'm kind of over it, but are you guys like, or were you early back to school supply (sighs) purchasers? Like you're the first Uh -uh. mom in there. I was the mom that went and went, Oh, school's tomorrow. And now they're out of everything. What is wrong with them? (laughs) That was me. Yes. For the win. Every year. Well, I have, recently transitioned to a new way of doing things. Oh. So it used to be kind of last minute-ish. I would go and take the kids. And it was – it was I didn't mind it. I enjoyed doing it because I like buying that kind of stuff too, like you, Dana. Mm-hmm. But in the last few years, I passed it off to my husband. Ooh. You so, are the smartest mom mm-hmm. on the planet. And I had to let go of like, you know, because I like them to get cute things. Right. <laughs> like this pencil <laughs> like case matters. is really cute. I don't know. They're in high school. They're yeah. actual juniors right now, you know. They can actually get but, their own stuff. Um, <laughs> But I, yeah, I gave it to Andy. So now mm-hmm. that Andy is in charge, it gets done more quickly. Efficiently. Mm-hmm. Efficiently. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He goes in and grabs it. And mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I know people who kind of stockpile throughout the year. Mm. You know, they just get it when it's on sale. They know. You know, Probably see, those people annoy me. They get it all on sale. And they say, yeah. my school supplies this year cost $4.99. <laughs> So depending what school you go to, what Uh kind of school you go to, there had been, there was a season my kids went to a school where it was like 
okay, here's all the school supplies. And here, bring five boxes of tissues. Also, three things of antibacterial wipes. And right. like 50 bucks just for, I don't know. I don't know what. Oh, the, yeah. te- the teacher's coffee breaks. Yeah, the yeah. teacher's. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, you <laughs> we know. We love you, teachers. These we aren't school supplies. Teachers. Tissues? Why <laughs> Why do I have to do this? It just bugged me to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It just didn't like, seem how right. how much are these kids using these tissues? Right. And what's going on in that classroom if they need so many tissues? Right. Know. Right. <laughs> you know. I mean, if 30 kids bring three boxes of tissues. <laughs> That's a whole lot. That's know. a lot of tissues. It seems like a lot. You think some might be going home? I'm just saying. My mom was a teacher. I'm going to, you know, like, of course, we all have a very high regard for teachers. Teachers, we love you. Yes, yes. And it's but, not um, the teachers. It's, it's the school. Like, it is whatever the school. that school, the trickle it's down school. of like, this is what we need you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was baffling to me, but mm-hmm. I'll buy tissues, whatever. <laughs> like all of those things, though, like I, I know I go in sometimes. Sometimes I'll go in a little early. But I don't get everything. And so I'll go in when there's like slim pickings and I'm like, crap, now I got to go to Amazon and oh, Prime yeah. isn't the way it used to be. And no, what is with Prime? I don't know. One day shipping now takes two weeks. It does. And Prime videos aren't free anymore. Some of them. Have you noticed that? I've I found like it's not free with Prime. It's like pay with Prime. Yeah, like, I've, I've noticed a lot about Prime and it's not. Does anybody <laughs> out there work at Amazon? Can you help us? <laughs> Please send them a letter. <laughs> All of those things, though, guys, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I leave those stores and I feel like epic fail. Mm. I don't know why. What is that? I mean, like, I'm in there. You're in there with other moms. Like, you're not the <laughs> I'm in there. You know, not that you're comparing, but you're comparing. You're like, okay, well, I'm not the only one in this store. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, I should have done this earlier or... I knew they were going to need school supplies. Like, or I know I bought extra last year. Where did I put that? You know, like I'm going through. Mm, And to think like something that small can make me feel like failing as a mom. But it's usually just like, oh, that one more thing. Yeah. To tackle on like, oh, right. I didn't, I didn't plan this. And you didn't get there in time for snow pants. Oh my Did that ever happen to you? Because that happened to me. Snow pants. Snow pants. Every Year. Or they never have the right size. It's Every like year, snow pants. Because you have to be an early shopper for those. Absolutely. I mean, you should be shopping for those in July. Well, they require you now in some schools. You have mm. to send the children with snow boots. If if it is snowed, you have to send your child with snow boots or they can't go outside to play. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, the pressure. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, it starts really early. I read a survey recently that 60% of moms in their first year Mm-hmm. said that the word they would use to define that year is failure. Wow. Ouch. Hmm. Wow. That was two years ago. That survey In was taken. first year. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Moms, moms, moms. Well, listen, we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about fear of failure. All right. The fun topic. That's fun. Because I bring the fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. And it's a, it's a topic. It's a broad topic. You know, we can talk about anything from school supplies to what we say to our kids. And But I want to look at it today from the perspective of parenting and childing. And yes, I made that up. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I, I don't I don't know one mother who has not at some point or another been afraid to fail at parenting. Like, what are some failures we're afraid of? Mm. I know I've kept myself up too many nights wondering if I encourage my kids enough. Hmm. You know, do I love on them enough? Do I feed their love tanks enough? Or, I mean, I've spent days questioning if the discipline fit the crime, right? Hmm. Was it too harsh? Was it too lenient? I I still have one from like 15 years ago that I 
think about that one. Was that too what? harsh? Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. And that was 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your kids, like, are, are thriving. They're great and wonderful They're mostly kids, normal. right? Mostly normal. Mostly, mm-hmm. mostly normal, right? Normal we don't want them to be, be normal. Normal yeah. is overrated. That's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's put the whole crazy hair towards exactly. that. Normal <laughs> is overrated. We want them to be a little crazy. Yeah. For Jesus. Speaking of which, get your crazy Plug. hair tickets. <laughs> right. I love it. Go to mytruegirl.com. <laughs> That was great. My fear, um, as far as momming goes, that at a time was crippling. It's not anymore, but was like future related. Mm-hmm. What if my I will have failed as a mom if my kids don't want to come back after they leave the house? If they don't want to come back for holidays or come back to visit or or be with me? Like that's mm-hmm. that's uh, what my like. That's when I feel like oh, I will have failed if they don't want to come back. But right. like I said, that doesn't cripple me anymore. Mm-hmm. But. But it's what you had attached to that. Mm-hmm, like what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. I I know that we struggle as moms with these fears of failure, whether they're realistic mm-hmm. or not. But I know that our daughters struggle with these same types of fears, mm-hmm. and they they see us. <laughs> of course, they they pattern themselves after us. But as a daughter, they're thinking: Are they good enough? You know, are are they meeting the mark? for whether it's a parental expectation that it has been stated or perceived. So before we can talk about that failure, though, we need to define one word. How do we define success? Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's good. Right. The antithesis. <laughs> and the dictionary says success is one of three things. It's either accomplishing an aim or a purpose, attaining fame, wealth, or social status, Or it's an actual person or thing that's achieved the aim or attained fame or wealth. Oh, like they are a success. They are a success. Gotcha. Wow. And and that's that. (laughs) I think as a Christian, those definitions bring a little hollow. Absolutely. Mm. But those are still the definitions that sometimes we we use to define success. Right. And Dana, you've talked about Joshua 1.8. Mm-hmm. Um, you spoke about it on a podcast once and how you spoke that over Robbie, your son. Yep. That's his life verse. Well, the one I chose for him. Yeah. Is I mean, this, he didn't choose it. Is that the same child. episode where you didn't know how old he was? <laughs> Probably. Hey, yes. Hey. You're bringing this up is, old this stuff. is an episode on gonna feel like she's failed. failure. <laughs> Are you making me feel not, like a failure? No. I'm just saying. I'm not well. allowed to reinforce these things. Don't worry. Read the Lord's word for us, Dana. <laughs> no. Just read that scripture. Yes. Joshua 1 8. I read this or prayed this over my son through his years at home. It says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success success good success it is good success it's not just success it's the good kind yeah but so did that give you a different perspective on which you previously thought success was oh yeah because um bob and i talked about this often we wanted to have a son who loved the word Mm -hmm saturated his heart in the word and that he wanted to live it out. And if he did that, then he would be a success. Mm. Now, I do hope that he is academically successful, that he is uh, financially frugal and, and a good steward of his money, all that kind of stuff too. But that's not the ultimate success. The ultimate success is does he live in and obey the word of God? That's it. 
So there's a good success that's a godly success. That's the one God empowers us for. That's the one that we can hold him to. Janet, you and I both read Nancy Guthrie's one-year devotional, Praying Through the Bible for Your Kids. Mm -hmm. Can you read what she says in one of her devos about success? I, I mean, I've loved going through this devotional because it's not just... You know, here's the scripture and here's like, you know, a little mm-hmm. little something about it. It it deals with some heavy, heavy topics mm-hmm. um, and perceptions and, and things that we believe as, as parents um, and things that we need to speak over our children. And so this one Devo talked about success and ambition. Yep. Yep. It said um, we all have ambition for our children. We want them to make the team, to be admitted into the desirable school and get the part in the play, knowing that others will not. It's not that having ambition for our children is necessarily bad. The issue is this. Have our ambitions for our children been shaped by the kingdom of the world or by the kingdom of God? Let me read that again. Have our ambitions for our children been shaped by the kingdom of the world or by the kingdom of God? What are we letting shape our idea of success? Mm -hmm. Because then that is what's going to feed into our fear of failure. God doesn't want us trying to live up to what we perceive as success. God doesn't want us trying to live up to what we perceive as success. That's why our idea of success must be God's and not ours Mm. or the world's. And we can easily place those ideas of success on our children. And they in turn take on these ambitions and strive to achieve them and get anxious when they believe they're not making the mark or or hitting the goal. And our theme verse for our subscription box this month is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. If we are operating out of fear of failure, have we soaked in God's word to get his idea of success? Hmm. Have we meditated on what he says? Second Timothy assures us that God has given us the spirit of power, love, a sound mind, the tools to be successful by his standards. And those are the only standards that are to matter in our lives as believers. So if we're not soaking in that assurance, then we're making decisions based on what God didn't give to us. The spirit of fear and timidity, those weren't from him. And as a mom, that means I can parent boldly without feeling like everything I do or don't do is going to scar my child for life. We have like a joke in my house, like, and this is, this is not to be insensitive in any way, but we'll say, oh, she might end up on somebody's couch for that. Like, (laughs) and, and it's fine. Like as my children get older, absolutely. Like they are, Mm -hmm. you know, counselors and, and, and therapists. Those are all good things. Those are not right. bad. Um, right. We speak to counselors. We like it's fine. I, I should really I'm just own saying, stock in counseling at this point in my life. Right. Right. It's just, <laughs> right. The counseling couch it's just a beautiful place. It yeah. is. It is. But we also can't parent out of fear that we're gonna mess up our children. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're just gonna fail at this thing the way we did this just now, even if we did make the mistake. Yeah. You know, the way we did. And then we kind of live out of that. We live out of our last oops. Yeah. Right. And um, and for our daughters, this means they can live without the fear of making the wrong decision as well. Mm. 
I feel I, like, Shani, too, when you talk about, when you're saying that about we can't live out of that fear mm-hmm. of failure, to me, that's also a call to community, community, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. because there are times when I do epically fail and mm-hmm. there are, when I don't make the right decision and there mm-hmm. are, you know, people around us in our world who are making decisions that are maybe negatively affecting their kids. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that iron sharpens iron community of saying, Hey, you know, let's, can we pray about this together? Can we talk about this? Like that's important as moms. Mm-hmm. So we do kind of keep each other yeah. On the right track. Absolutely. You know what I mean? How mm-hmm. many times have I spoken to you guys or asked right. you a question like, hey, Dana, have you ever? Um, <laughs> right. Oh, and yeah. Janet, <laughs> right. Uh, what's your what's your kid doing right now? Because I'm just. <laughs> right. So you we have don't, to. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be afraid of our sisters in Christ Absolutely. or the community around us mm-hmm. seeing our failures or yeah. we don't want to be and image I, managers. I, 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 judged, even, right. I even think that being aware of the ability to fail, mm-hmm. like when you say, oh, that could she could end up on the sofa for that yeah. or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the awareness of that sharpens us mm-hmm. and makes us dependent on community and That's says, true. can I just check in? Am I doing this wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, and makes us reliant on Jesus Yeah, yeah. to be yeah. like, I am going to mess this up without you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And also feeling like you have those relationships that can openly speak into that, even if you're not soliciting the information, mm-hmm. like they might see, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not telling you how to parent, but here's here's a suggestion, maybe something that worked for me or, you know, right, like being right. able to have people yeah. around you that can speak into you, even if you're not asking for it at that moment or even if you don't know you need to ask for right. it. Um, that's important. We want good success according to God's word and not according to this world. Soaking in his word allows us to know how God defines success in our lives and it will help our daughters do the same. Mm-hmm. Neither we nor our daughters need to fear failure since God gives us the prescription for good success. And here it is. Meditate on or soak in God's word. Mm. Anything you soak in or meditate on, you absorb. It becomes a part of you. Amen. And then two, follow what you're meditating on. Mm. And it seems simple. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to reduce it to, you know, this, this, this simple plan, but this is what God's telling us to do. If you right. want good success, soak on my, soak in my word, mm-hmm. let it become part of you so that you can then follow what I'm instructing you to do. I like that. Shani, years ago, I saw this phrase like in a magazine or something, but I'll never forget it. It said, I am what I follow. Mm. And I feel like that follow what you're meditating on. We do follow what we're meditating on. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) If it's God's word, we're going to follow that and we become Mm -hmm. that, you know, we, we, that becomes. if it's Instagram, we're going to, you're going to follow that. that. You're going to become that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's the conviction the Holy Spirit just put on me when you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Would you join me today in asking God what you are afraid to fail at? Hmm. And then ask him to show you what your idea of success is in that area as well. And let him give you his perspective. Do you know what takes the pressure off for me, ladies? Hmm. When I say, like I verbalize it, God, this is your blueprint. Hmm. I believe your word is true. And I believe your power works in me to fulfill your word. Hmm. In my life. Good stuff. His word can't fail. So we need to have no fear of failure. His word can't fail. We follow it. We soak in it. We meditate on it. 
and he's directing. He's directing that path. Uh, Shani, this really speaks to my heart. You know, I've been thinking a lot about how God just has been calling me more into his word. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking today of some of the challenges in ministry that I'm facing right now, problems that need to be solved. And remembering that it was in his word that I felt the courage that I needed to start this ministry. I'm talk about fear of failure. Our key verse this month about mm-hmm. God does not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but power and love and self-discipline. I literally memorized that because when I was starting this ministry, if I spoke about the ministry or spoke publicly taught, I was in the fetal position when I got home Oh wow! out of fear. Mm-hmm. Like I messed that up. It was awful. I mean, just really if you know me, I'm not that kind of person, but I was fighting this spiritual battle to birth something that God was assigning to me and the battle was thick. And I would just have to say out loud, God does not give me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. And eventually the enemy was like, eh, every time she gets afraid, she brings out the word of God, that sword hurts. And it's, it kind of stopped, mm-hmm. but I've been feeling that fear again recently mm. and, um, just about the growth of the ministry and how do I solve it? I do this thing scared. Mm-hmm. I, I do it afraid. Mm-hmm. And if I don't stay in the word, mm-hmm. the fear starts to take over the, the purpose, you know, yeah. and it snuffs it out. Mm-hmm. And I need to be in the word right now. Yeah. That's what that's what I learned from this today. And also, um, you know, my children are adults now. And Janet, you talked about fear of the future. Well, I'm living there now where my kids are living out some of the things I've planted in their hearts beautifully. And then other things they're not living out as beautifully as I'd prayed and hoped. And the enemy will use that as a weapon. Instead of turning that into fear, I'm turning that into prayer. I'm saying, okay, Lord Jesus, like you said, that nothing would separate this child from your love. Okay, Lord Jesus, you said, and I'm just using the word one more time to fight the fear with the power of the truth of God's word. Because this gets the final say. Yeah. I love that um, that the fear, because it will rise up, right? Mm-hmm. You said you can't let it overtake. Mm-mm. That's what it's trying to do. But using that fear when you feel it rise up as the thing that drives you to the word. Yeah. Right? Not Not to keep ruminating on it or keep going towards that thing. But you're now hearing these things, these words, these, you're like, "Mm, this is familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's driving you to the word. Well, the picture I got when we were talking just a while ago about community was, huh, interesting. What if when I felt afraid, instead of running away from whatever I was afraid of, I ran to community. And now I'm hearing you say, also run to the word. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times a place where we experience fear is because the enemy doesn't like the spiritual potential that we have for God's kingdom in that place. Mm -hmm. And certainly nothing's truer than that, than our kids. Like we have great spiritual impact if we raise our children according to the truth of God's word. Yeah. Yeah. This conversation makes me uh, get up on a little soapbox I have, because I think it's difficult for moms. We talk about this and we're like, yeah, I want my kids to not be afraid of failing. However, mm-hmm. we do live in a place where kids who do everything perfectly and do everything right and obey all the time are the ones who are rewarded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. And I see that. Um, so I'll use my daughter and my son as an example. My one daughter, they're both in the same same grade at school. They're not twins. One's adopted. And my daughter is prone to want to do everything absolutely perfectly. She's by the book. She doesn't do it perfectly. She doesn't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. My son is like, hey, mom, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So mm-hmm. he just does it, you know. <laughs> and if I fail, I fail. Two totally different personalities and the 
the daughter typically, especially like education and even just in general, is lauded as like, okay, that's a good person, like yep. who she does everything exactly as I ask her to. Yeah. And the son, like, well, he's a little squirrely. He doesn't, you know, and I'm like, well, we got to figure this out because as a mom, then if I'm hearing positive things about my daughter who does everything like by the book and negative things about my son who doesn't do everything by the book, but I see this amazing brain inside of him. Yeah. It's it. That's an extra pressure mm-hmm. on moms like, oh, okay. So I'm trying to teach my daughter to not be afraid to fail, but yet she's awarded every time she does it exactly by the book. And he's right. not, you know, like right. it's a bit of a thing. I was at um, an award ceremony recently, you know, end of school year award ceremony. And it was said about a student, um, not my kid, but said about another student, like they always do everything. They always make the right choice, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, well, that's probably not <laughs> <laughs> Probably not what we need to be saying, you know. There, there's this element of mm-hmm. I want my daughter to not be afraid to fail, mm-hmm. but yet that's what she's rewarded for right. for perfectionism. Right. Right. And so, like my husband and I, when she gets you know lauded in that way, and it's great, and we're praying God, we pray that she just mess up because mm-hmm. that'd be really mm-hmm. good for her to see. I that's get that. Okay. Yeah. You know? I get that. Yeah. So there's I had a child like that. Yeah. I think I like, it's extra mm-hmm. it's yeah. extra hard because <laughs> yeah. we we have a society who's rewarding this type of person. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's funny is down the road, this is something Bob and I talk about all the time is uh millionaires tend to be really bad at school. Right. They mm-hmm. didn't do well. They were more like Jack, mm-hmm. where they were, My what son. do you use the word? Yeah. Squirrely? Squirrely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were squirrely in school. Mm-hmm. 29% of them got C's or below. Mm-hmm. Well, 29% of them got C's. I think like 7 to 10% of them were D's and F students. Mm-hmm. Like they were didn't even finish high school, some of them. And so we, in that setting, we're like, oh, you're conforming to all the right behaviors. And so we're going to, you're like the model of everything. But then down the road, 20 years they're not the ones that are the front right. runners. Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, and it's not just in the yeah. education, just in general sure. too. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and so that's, that makes it tricky for us, I think yeah. as moms. What's the standard being. Yeah. yeah. And so we have to be strong mm-hmm. to teach our kids what we know is biblically true in spite mm-hmm. of what they're rewarded for possibly yeah. Yeah. in the culture. I like so, that. That's good. Yeah. Good, solid truth, Shani. Thanks for teaching this month. You know, this really fits into the topic I'm going to be teaching on next month on the podcast, when we're going to be helping our daughters see how God uses us in our perfect imperfections. I think a lot of times our fear can drive us to perfectionism, and that's not a healthy, holy way to live. So we're going to put the brakes on that in next month's podcast. But you know, speaking of getting your daughters into God's Word, I am so excited to say Live Bible study is back this fall at True Girl. We took a little break from live studies over the um, last six or nine months just to kind of stabilize some of the other growing areas of our ministry. But Monday nights, we're back studying the life of Mary starting in October, but registration is open now. I'm going to be teaching, Shani and Janet are going to be teaching, and we're going to be joined and hosted by the very beloved Stacy Rudolph, who is a fan favorite among the True Girl world. Um, I love studying Mary. We're going to study Mary starting in October, leading up to the holiday season, and we're going to be focusing on her faithfulness. Some of the lessons your daughter is going to learn, listen to this, she needs to worship instead of wine. Okay. 
how many moms want that in their house. She needs to learn to be content in the mundane, not just the magnificent moments of her life. You know, think about Mary had some magnificent moments. She also had a lot of really normal moments where she was like, I don't know, doing the wash and making the food and getting the water, fetching the water. So all those kinds of lessons. So if you're interested in that, go to mytruegirl.com, click on the Bible studies menu, and you'll learn more about that Bible study starting in October. And hold up, True Girl subscribers, because you will actually be receiving Dana's new Mary Bible study in your September box. So if you want that book, it's coming your way. Yeah. So when you register for the Bible study, all you have to do is register for the live stream. You don't have to buy the book. Um, For everybody else, you're going to want to buy the book and the live stream. And if you're wondering what the next True Girl subscription box is all about, I'm going to tell you. And this box is extra special for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's going to help teach your girl how God can use her imperfections for his glory. And number two, it includes Dana's newly released and long-awaited book, Mary, Becoming a Girl of Faithfulness. This is a Bible study that pairs really well with the Ruth Bible study and the Miriam Bible study, and you are going to love it. Mary was imperfect, just like us, but because she was a girl of faith, God trusted her to bring his son into the world. Of course, as always, in this box, you'll receive a fun mom-daughter date, daily devos written by some of True Girl's amazing friends that will help you get your daughter in God's word, and memory verse cards to help restore God's truth in her precious heart. Your daughter will also get to enjoy the coziest lamb socks in a box that she's ever seen. I'm telling you, they're not bad. That's pretty rough, right? (laughs) Well, you also get a box-themed puzzle activity, a cool set of highlighters for her to use in her Bible study, and a True Girl Bible study sack to carry all of her goodies. Not to mention, you'll get a butterfly charm. She'll get to add this to her bracelet to commemorate your date together. So head over to mytruegirl.com, or you can just click on the link in our show notes to subscribe today.